Good morning once again. It is I says me, Mr. Retro to the Let's Go Retro Lag. And welcome to another episode of Coffee Time with Retro Lag. I hope your day is going well. Mine is going very good. Once again, I like to look out of my window. I see the morning dew on the window screen. Another blue sky. Another sunny day. Somebody already mowing their lawn. But it's all good. You know, that's that's what it's supposed to be. People getting out there, getting after it. <clears throat> if this is your first time coming to the show, or your first time listening in, Coffee Time with Retro Lag is a morning show meant to inspire and and spark idea and and innovation and help establish focus. Help you understand what your purpose is. I can't give you what your purpose is, but I can simply shed light on areas that maybe you've tucked away. But that's what this show is. It's not meant to be a long, drawn-out, talk-about-nothing type of episode or show. It's meant to give you a message and then, you know, send you on your way. Let you tackle the world so that I may tackle the world. Um, That's not all this show is about. I'm sorry, give me one second. Okay, I apologize. I think there was a spider. Um, That's not all that this show is about, or this channel. I also have Social Soup, where I talk about gaming and entertainment news. Um, I also do a podcast called The Art of Conversation, where I interview other content creators, and I like to think of it more of just having a conversation. I also uh, play games on specific days, primarily Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays at specific times, but I also have... Um, some specialty shows that I do, which will most likely uh, come into the schedule next week. Uh, this was my first week back of full content creation, so I had to make sure that I left some leeway in there to allow myself room to figure things out and get adjusted, acclimatized to the new schedule. But if you are interested in checking out the podcast, well, exclamation point podcast will get you the three podcasts that I currently have available. You can find them on Apple Podcasts and Spotify right now. For some reason, they're not uploading to um, Google Podcasts, so I got to figure out what's going on. I don't know if I got to resubmit them. Uh, The Art of Conversation is on Google, but Social Soup and Coffee Town Retro Lag is not. But you can find those again on Spotify or Apple Podcasts for the time being. Now, if you would like to see the videos, you can always go to um, YouTube, And on my YouTube channel, I have all of the Social Soup episodes, uh, the news uh, headlines that I focus on in addition to the episodes of Coffee Time. Um, So yeah, there you go. You know, you can enjoy that stuff. Additionally, I'd like to send out, you know, about the show, just a disclaimer. Um, If anybody does come in, I don't want you to feel like if you say a comment or you make a comment and I don't respond to it that I'm just 
that's the type of person that I am. That's not the case. It's just simply that I have ideas and thoughts that I'd like to share first. And then once we get that portion done, we get into the conversation. And really a lot of that just has to do with the way that I'm able to edit the episode for the podcast format. Because I typically don't leave the chatting segment in the episode. Um, I do leave it on the Twitch channel, and um, but I don't leave it on the YouTube channel. So, enough of that. Okay, we got all the logistics out of the way. Um, the morning brew. So, what you know? What is the morning brew? The morning brew is really what am I drinking? And right now, I don't have a variety of different coffees. I only have two, um, and the two that. Excuse me. The two that I put together are uh, Pike Place and Pete's Big Bang. Uh, both of them are medium roast. Both of them are very good. I, I really love these two coffees. Um, but something about mixing coffee beans together, I found sometimes gives a better quality or a better taste to the coffee. So I'm always interested to see, you know, what it tastes like. So that, that's kind of my, my stick, my shtick. So the focus today, originality. Now by definition, originality is to think independently and creatively. And it's the quality of being novel or unusual. Now when I, when I read that definition, the quality of being novel or unusual, unusual stuck out to me because I feel like people are afraid to be unusual everybody not everybody but the majority of people I think either don't want to fit in or want to fit in so they try to conform with what they think people will accept them as and I've always had a hard time with that um, I, I, I take a page from Outcast where they say the clothes don't make the man. And that's 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 how I've always felt. I've always felt like the premise of who I am is based off of me. It's not based off of what I wear. Now, I did want to look good. I did want to, you know, but I, I, I'm, every person is guilty of this in some way, shape, or form. You know, you do fit in some way, you know. So even as a teenager, I remember wearing my clothes a certain way, you know, wearing certain brands, talking a certain way. You know, walking a certain way, acting a certain way. So as much as I would like to think that I was being original, I was still being um, unoriginal because I was being the same. I was being the same as everybody else. Um, and this, this goes hand in hand with something I've been continuously talking about, which is this perspective on st- with streaming and uh, more specifically that you have to follow a certain path 
to success, and I completely disagree with that. I mean, I don't completely disagree. I, I would, I would be naive to think that these people that understand the metrics, understand the industry, um, don't know what they're talking about. That's that's just idiotic thinking. They do, obviously, but I don't think it's as black and white as something like, um, you know, joining the military. Like, there's a process in order to, to do that, or, you know, becoming a police officer, or becoming a, uh, a paramedic. You know, there's, there's a set process that you have to follow that you can't just say, well, I did it this way, and this has it, how it worked for me. No, typically, there's a, a sequence of events that you have to follow in order to reach that next level, right? So, um, that's how I feel about, like, you know, content creation and, and streaming, you know. You don't need to continuously follow what everybody else does because you think that that's how to do it because things change and it it comes and goes in cycles and in waves. So it's okay to be unusual. It's okay to be independent and, and, and think creatively. Like to me, that's what streaming is. There used to be a channel on Twitch that was titled creative and that was creatives you know your art your art artistic types your um your your musical types uh, I mean your chefs I mean everything you could think of that didn't involve just chatting or video games but now they you know they changed it like I think even some people are are so afraid of putting themselves in the talk show and podcast category that they would rather put their show in the just chatting category because there's more eyeballs in there. But I would disagree with it. Like yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's a bigger you know, it's it's more broad. But what does that mean? That means there's more channels in there. There's more viewers in there, of course. But unless you've built a following, it's going to definitely be harder to get it off the ground. Whereas if you go to the talk show podcast, you know, talk shows and podcasts, there's not that many. And if you're continuously in there and you have a good presentation, people will want to see you. They will want to see whatever content you deliver. They might not stay. They might not. It might not be their cup of tea, but at least you got somebody to come in. So for me... That's the approach that I'm, I'm trying to take. And it, and then I really can admire people that can embrace this even at a very young age. You know, I, I try to tell my kids, just be who you are. You know, be who you are. But it's like our foundations of who we, of, of, of who we are as people is built off of following the hive mind to a certain degree. Like, you just can't help it right um but i think you have to be able to shake that so the ability to think independently independently and creatively this has always stuck with me because i do remember as a kid i would always say and even as i got older when people were going right i was going left so if everybody was rocking a certain type of style or something, I didn't want to rock that style. I wanted to rock a different style. I wanted to be different. I wanted to be different so people looked at me like, okay, I see what you're rocking with. 
but you knew I know I knew how to blend it in, you know, and 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 still kind of mirror the style that they got, but put my own spin on it. So you know, I still had variety. Um, I was I was being creative, you know, and then everything from writing raps to making beats to um, you know to DJing to uh, graphic design to um, I would even say my, like some of my marketing skills um, conversation blogging podcasting streaming I've always been a creative so for me it's not an issue of being independent and I think independence as a creative really comes into play for me the example would be when when I was rapping no one would give me beats like and it and it sucked because everybody knew that I rapped but nobody would give me beats so I couldn't I couldn't put down my music so it, it could expand so I had to make my own beats and I, I mean I wasn't good at making beats you know like they sounded pretty shitty um excuse me um but as, as time progressed, I just got better. You know, I started tweaking things and um, I knew where my strengths were. So I, I focused on that when it came to beat making. You know, like the music you hear is stuff that I've made. And I don't make it to rap on it. I don't make it for people to be like to hear it. I make it because it's for me. You know, now if you listen to it and you enjoy it, then sure, I'm more than willing to share it. You know, but that's where my independent thinking came into play is because I couldn't rely on people to do it for me. You know, same thing with streaming. You know, stream teams, in my opinion, are very good. However, I, I think that at one point they were good in the fact that they did help you grow as a streamer. But the more people that started to stream and the more people that created stream teams, the less effective they, 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 they were. They served the people at the top and they don't help the people at the bottom. That's just the reality of it. It's, it's not a good or bad in terms of teams, but the best teams are really the teams of friends. You know, the ones that all really don't have to rely on each other to grow. They're just groups of friends and they can cultivate their ideas and they hang out with each other. They play games with each other. They, they do whatever it is together. You know, those are the most effective teams. So even when I, was, I started streaming, I thought, well, joining these teams would help me out. But it didn't do much for me. Now, in all fairness, I will say this. I didn't put forth the effort on my end to cultivate relationships within within teams to establish my presence and you know that uh, that rapport with my teammates. So it's a two-way street. Um, but and you know that's the that's the reason why I won't leave the teams that I'm on because I appreciate the people that are in them, and I know that everybody doesn't have the time to go in and watch every person stream the way they would want and my my content might not be the content for you but at the end of the day i still am your teammate and i'm still going to be there even if you you've never talked to me once at all so but i had to think independently in that regard i had to think okay well um 
you know, I'm not just going to join a team to say I'm on this team, check it out. Now I have some type of recognition. No, to me that doesn't matter because I still, I still am responsible for my own content, for my own delivery. So being on a team that it has its own presence and its own identity it isn't going to help me the way that I would perceive it. You know, that's that's some that's what some people would think. So I have to be independent. I have to control what my channel is, what I deliver, how I deliver it, when I deliver it, and why I'm delivering it. You know, I have to have a focus. You know, what what is what is the focus of my channel? I wish I had my notebook. I don't have my notebook in here, but I would read it for you. I would read what my uh, what my focus for the channel is and you know what my mission is to accomplish that focus who my target audience is you know trying to align with other people like these are all things that you should think about um, so but originality if you get away from I, I think some people when they hear originality especially in content creation the argument will be well, a lot of people aren't original and they and they copy ideas. And I don't disagree, but if you look at it for, on the surface for exactly what it is, you could you could argue that that is the sentiment, right? And this is just a generalization. If everybody copies, well, then you could say that that is the case every time you see more than one person playing the same game. But that's the exception, right? Like, well, I mean, of course you're going to all be playing the same game. You can, you, know, you can only play so many and if you played all these different games there'd be games that people don't want to watch versus games that people do want to watch right so that's not really what the this statement is referring to it's referring to if if i have coffee time with retro lag and then somebody else has coffee time with electro retro rag you know like damn near the exact same thing like come on man if uh if I do a show, like, here's a good example. The Harry Horror Show, and I, I've mentioned him previously. He's a great creator. Great, great, great creator. I, um, I, I just love everything that that dude does. Um, if I was to copy his show, not necessarily the name. Like, I have a show called, that I'm, uh, that I'm getting ready to, to start. Um, but it's only once, once a week. He does his, uh, his show four times a week and that's that's his main premise that's his focus right um and he focuses on uh true crime paranormal and conspiracies i've always been a conspiracy theory fan so my main mold was that but i did want to talk about some other things that kind of fell into that realm uh which he has touched on as well uh but he doesn't focus solely on which are unsolved mysteries and um and for me i've always been a fan of the italian mafia so organized crime was something i wanted to talk about but the main focus was conspiracy uh theories but if i focused on true crime paranormal and conspiracies and you know and i did it four days a week you know and i kind of had the same molding that he has one could argue that i was pretty much copying his style which is exactly what i'd be doing but that's not the case i have my own ideas my own vision and you know who's to say that i didn't have the idea before i even heard of him but he's been streaming since 2018 so he's been doing it for a few years I didn't come up with my idea till 
I think it was sometime last year, but I didn't bring it to fruition because it just didn't fit into my mold. And once I saw him, I was like, I need to get this off the ground because it is something that I know people will want to watch. So, um, but th- but then you see the difference there. You understand there's a difference. There's a difference between copying somebody's idea and being inspired by it. And I would pay, I would, I'm hands down going to give him his just dues because to me he's the first person I've seen do it so I would be I would be remiss if I didn't do that if I didn't say hey this is the first person I know that did it and they inspired me to get up and and, you know get my show on the road Um, you know but people don't do that so I think there is there is sometimes a lack of originality and I think I think any person that plays a shooter right you have some people that want to just be they just want to be in esports they want to be good at shooters and they see they idolize seeing somebody that does it and like man this is probably the easiest way for me to do it i just keep playing i get good maybe i can get in with the team and you know go from there so they're following that more traditional route um but for the majority of people on on Twitch, you 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 have to have some type of originality. But let's get away from content creation for a minute. Let's talk about being original in your everyday life. What makes you original? You know, I would argue that it's you. You make you original. I used to have this thing where I would I would feel like there was nothing special about me. I w- I've never been good at sports. I've never been the tallest guy. I wasn't the you know, I wasn't the most attractive guy in school. Um, you know, like I never had the hot girlfriend. I you know, I didn't come from a family that had a lot of money. Um, you know, I was always last to be picked for things. So, like, I always grew up feeling like, and even with rapping, with content creation, there was always somebody that other people wanted to see instead of me. So it made me feel like, well, there's nothing special about me. There's nothing that makes me original. But what I started to learn as I got older is I started to learn that people would just like me for who I am. You know, like I'm I'm a genuine dude. Like I don't I don't sugarcoat things. I don't I'll listen to you and and if you want me to give you the response to something because that's what you want to hear, then I'll tell you that. But I would be the I would also be the first to tell you that's not what I really think. I mean I'll tell you that so you feel better. But what I really think is this. I'm not afraid to share my opinion with somebody. Uh, and I've also found that people always found that I was easy to talk to. You know, like they, I, I had people that would tell me stuff and I didn't even ask. Like, I, I didn't ask you about that. You, you don't got to tell me that. Like, but I guess they felt comfortable with telling me. Like, so... That's what I found made me 
uh, original and then doing things on my own, understanding what my strengths are. My strength is that I don't have to rely on anybody to get where I want to go. You know, if if you were to look at the frequency of content that I'm pushing out in this week alone, it's more than half these people do. And and it's it's and the reality of it is is it's underappreciated, of course. But but that could be argued for a number of reasons. People miss miss the post. People don't know who I am. Uh, they're not interested. I I think the package itself isn't bad. I think it's just some of those reasons that I explained. But that doesn't take away from my originality. That doesn't take away my ability to think independently. It doesn't take away from my ability to think creatively. You know, uh, I don't think I'm as unusual as I could be. But I don't think I've ever wanted to be so unusual that it put eyes on me like, whoa, what is that? Like... I have wanted to do things that really stand out, but for a specific reason, you know. Um, so I think when you when you think about the question that I asked, you know, what makes you original? Think of it in that perspective. You know, think of things that you like. Think of things that you enjoy, and it's very easy to look at something and say. Well, yeah, I like this, but I'm not the best at it. I don't look at it that way, you know, because if you always look at it that way, then you're always going to bring yourself down a notch. You have to be, you, you have to champion yourself because I got, I got things, I got, I got four pieces of paper on my wall and they have all of these quotes that I've heard people say and they really resonated with me. And there's one that really sticks out. You, you are not special to anyone. You are not special to anyone. So you have to be special to yourself. You have to show yourself why you are special, why you are original. So that way people will see it as well. And there's another one right under it that really stuck out to me too. It's you'll work hard for nothing. You know, I I look at that. I look at all the content I deliver. And the first thing I say to myself is some of this is going to have goose eggs. Some of it's not going to get views. It's not going to get any anything. But the more if it's one thing I've heard people say is keep creating content. Just keep creating content. You'll have to revise it. You'll have to edit it. You'll have to change things if something isn't working. But you just keep creating. You keep coming up with ideas. You keep that ability of thinking independently and creatively going and pushing out. Which brings me to my ne- to the topic. So this is our focus. How am I? What makes me original? How can I continue to be original and display that? Where have I been my most original? When have I been my most original? Why am I original? And why do I think I'm not original? These are questions that you should you should go through, you know, thinking about. And, uh, you know, when you come to the answers, you know, share them with somebody or, you know, come back. You know, if you see the video, post, you know, post a comment on it. Whatever the case may be, you, you don't even got to respond to it. But when you come to the answer 
If it's something you don't want to forget, write it down. Write it on your phone, on your notepad. Write it down at home on a sticky note. Put it on your fridge. Something that just serves as a reminder. So when you have that day where you're feeling fucking shitty, and you know, you're like, hold up, let me, let me look at this. Alright, so the topic though is on our quest to be original and be creative and champion ourselves. What is one thing that always gets in the way? Obstacles. Obstacles will always get in our path. And there was something that I was listening to Harris Heller's um, video. Uh, He was on streaming yesterday. I was on his stream and he said, somebody said, because he said, you know, I've just been feeling, you know, the internet and everything's just been getting to me lately. And somebody said the the cliche answer that everybody fucking says, and even I've said it, excuse my language, I'm sorry, I'm starting to get fired up, um, said, oh, well, just take a break. And he said, you can't do that. He said, you know, as an entrepreneur, that's probably the worst thing you can do. And he said, now, in all fairness, you know, people that struggle with mental health, you know, they, they, they have to do that, so it's understandable. But for those of us that, you know, have a goal in mind, aside from that, you have to approach this, and I've said this, you have to approach this like it's a job. It's your nine to five job. You have to keep going. And when people get that obstacle in their way, the ones that succeed are the ones that push through. Here's a good example of this. Yesterday, I had a great Coffee Time of Retro Lag uh, episode. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be back this uh, this evening at 5 p.m. for Social Soup. I got everything turned on. I got the articles ready to go. And I went downstairs to eat food. And I just didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to stream, you know. But I was still going to, I was like, I was going to. But one of the stories that I had made me think of a different idea. It was like, okay, well, tomorrow, which is today, at 12 p.m., there's going to be the Xbox Series X showcase. So I so said, why don't I just do a live stream during that, kind of like a, like a co-stream, and then, you know, talk about some of the highlights, and then that'll serve as my next set of content that I push up on YouTube. So I said, okay, that's cool. I can do that. Tweeted it out. But here's where, here's where I threw the wrench in there. Bam. So that's obstacle number one. I found a bypass. Too easy. Got past it. Then the next obstacle that I threw in there myself. Uh, I'm still going to put the videos up tonight and the podcast. So when I put all this out, it was already like 5 till 5. Then after I kind of sat for a while, it was about 7. So I knew, given by the time I was going to get done with everything, that's, that's a couple hours worth of work. Two, three hours worth of work. So, when I was sitting downstairs, it just hit me. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go up there and have to record. Because I, I kept like I kept putting my foot in my mouth. Like it wasn't flowing. The information wasn't flowing, and I knew I was relying on crutch words a lot. Like uh um and and I hate when I do that. So it was killing my motivation. But I thought about what Harris Heller said. You know, when you have that obstacle, 
you have to keep going. Otherwise, the people that push past that obstacle are the ones that succeed. So, I got up off my butt, I got in gear, I came up here, I recorded eight, eight videos, I edited, edited them down, I edited the sound quality for the podcast, I, uh, I created all the thumbnails, I posted them all up, I tweeted it all out, I posted on Instagram, dropped it on Facebook, and I did what I had to do to keep the content flowing. So that was the example of an obstacle getting in my way that I put there. Because I could have just as easily said, hey, I'm canceling it, I'll do it tomorrow. But I just, I just completely just said, nope, there's an obstacle, can't do it, come back, we'll come tomorrow. But that's not how you get past them. That's not how you get past that obstacle. You have to push through something. And and it always happens with me when I have some momentum. When I have some momentum, I immediately would just put the brakes on. Like, er, yep, that's good. Why? Why do that? And, you know, the good thing about it is, you know, when I look at the metrics, there's a couple of my videos that are already that are already doing pretty good you know and and that's the whole that's the whole reason why is is to just keep pushing it out keep pushing it out same thing this morning you know now i will tell you one thing that one obstacle that i've been struggling with and we will touch on this again tomorrow uh because at the beginning of the week we highlighted what our goals for the week were and at the end of the week we summarized where we were with our goals but i'll just come out say right now i am failing miserably with my fitness goals i started good on monday but i haven't done anything the rest of this week in terms of working out anything (laughs) so it's um that's one obstacle that is kicking my butt right now but i haven't even tried to attack it i've just eh, i'll get to it (laughs) and i i can't have that thinking because i'm on this path to this new career and i have to be in shape you know, it is it is it is a priority. So, but obstacles come in all shapes and sizes. I think it seems like every day I mention streamer Twitter, but that is an obstacle in itself. It's meant to be something that you know gets people going. You know, builds community. It. It doesn't. It, it, it can if you know how to use it. And I'm really trying to understand that. I'm really trying to figure that out. Because a lot of what I see is is just stuff I don't like. Like, I see people, you know, commending each other and appreciating each other. And, and I can see, like, when there's genuine support and there's genuine rapport... But then I also see, I'm going to use, I'm going to use a little bit of my old slang. I see a lot of fuck shit. Fuck shit is a lot of, a lot of fakeness. A, a facade. Um, I'm going to pretend I'm your friend on here. But it's self-serving really. But I also gotta look at it for what it is. The collective, the collective age of the majority of the people that I'm following 
as an average is somewhere in the early 30s. I'm, I'm, I'm 40 in like two weeks, you know, so I'm, I'm not over there, you know. And I, and I see a few people kind of like, there are, but there are, everybody, if you take away the, the hive and you pull that away, Every single person is a great person, though. Every single person that I follow is a great person. I think everybody just gets attached to this this hive thinking. And it's like, just get off of that. There are some people that I, I want to say, stop being stupid. Like, stop, stop displaying an ignorance and a stupidity. A, uh, a woe is me mentality all the damn time. You need to get off of that. Like, you know, it's it's like sometimes I feel like people are feeling sorry for themselves because they want others to feel sorry for them. No, it's not how it works. Yes, I will give you some sympathy if you're really feeling down and out about it. But I'm also going to tell you, get your ass up and, and keep it moving because ain't nobody going to do it for you. You got to do it for yourself, you know. Or people that have a one-sided perspective of things. Use your fucking... That, that, that big boy brain that you have. And exercise some intellect to see the other side. And then formulate a good intellectual perspective and opinion of something. Instead of being so one-sided that it's polarizing. And people that like you are going to support you. But you just... You just left out the whole other side. You know, people that do like you, but they're like, I, I ain't digging all that, dude. I ain't digging all that, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's a lot. That, that's, that's where the obstacles are. It's, it's like walking through a minefield. But I use it for what I use it for. I say what I say, and then I kind of just move on with it. But obstacles. On your quest for originality, you got to look at what your obstacles in your in, 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 in your in your day to day are, and they come in all shapes and sizes. I mean, if you're listening to this right now, the second you and you know you stop listening to it, there's going to be an obstacle that pops right up, and, and and you may have a way that you just normally react to it. You got to think about it in that split second, and be like, let me let me pull myself back. Because sometimes we overreact to things. Sometimes we don't react to things. We're non-reactive. There's overreactions, non-reactions, and then acting on something, taking action instead of reacting, instead of having to react. <laughs> Let me close my message and then I'll get up into the chat. Um, so that's all I want to leave y'all with today. I want y'all to think about these things, okay? And as you go through your day-to-day, hey... Um, if you enjoy these, go back to the other episodes. This is episode four. Go back to the beginning and listen to them. They're only 20, 30 minutes in peace. You know, listen to it when you drive home, when you, you know, you're, you're driving to work, whatever the case may be. Hope you enjoy them. All right. Uh, yeah.